and we back in this thing like we left something. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. Thank y'all for joining me this week for another story. Thank you to all the people who have been rocking with the pod this long. This far, thus far, however you say it, I appreciate you. And we still got a million stories to go. We got three stories left in this season, y'all. It went quick. Like I said, three stories left, then we'll take a hiatus and we'll be back with more stories. Y'all know how we do. Before we get going, I always got to give someone their flowers. This week, I'm giving flowers to Key and Jay. Key and Jay, I love y'all. And with that being said, y'all, I got a story to tell. Let's go. takes place in 2001 that's two zero zero and one around this time i've already started wrapping my mind around the fact that i was moving from ohio to florida i'm still living in ohio at the time just haven't left yet also around this time as a lot of you who are continual continuous continual continuous fuck it people who've been listening to the podcast know around this time i was working in a call center um, some of y'all have heard the call center stories. If you haven't, go back and listen to the episodes entitled Smooth Jazz in a Rough Motel, A Wolf Running Free at the Picnic, and She Got Fairy Dust in there. Those are all around the same time. So let's get to this story. Like I said, this is 2001. At the time, my brother had a green Honda Civic called, which we called the Green Demon. And he would let me drive the Green Demon. I'm chilling at the crib one day. It's a Saturday. My boy Jay calls me. He says, hey, my pops is having a retirement party at the crib. His dad had finally retired from the post office. So he's like, everybody's coming over to my parents' crib. You should come through. I said, if I don't have nothing lined up for later on this evening, I'll stop through. He says, bet. So I have nothing lined up. Oh, I was trying, though. I called him. I said, hey. That, that invitation still saying he said of course he said you know my pops and moms would love to see you so i'm like i right, bet so i go through go to the crib walk in see his dad's dad happy to see me as always hug his mom his aunties his cousins his sister all of that my boy says hey you drinking i said of course so he fixed me a drink and we all go out on the back uh deck of the house right everybody's out back his pops love blues music, so he got the blues playing loud. He got Marvin Cease. He got ZZ Hill. I mean, he got all these, you know, old blues shits playing. Y'all know ZZ Hill. Cheating in the next room. That shit, right? So, cool. We out there. We having a great time. His one cousin, his female cousin, uh, T, she walks up. She's like, what's up, Mike? I'm like, nothing. She said, what you doing after this? I said, shit, nothing. She says, my homegirl is coming through 
and we're all gonna go down to Mr. Pitiful's. Mr. Pitiful's is a bar downtown Cincinnati. So I said, all right, cool, I'll come through. She was like, all right, bet. So as the night goes on, or the day, I'm sorry, goes on, everybody's drinking, fun, you know, start eating. And so his cousin T comes up. Hey, my girl about to come through. I have to run to the store. If she gets, if she comes through, tell her that, you know, I went to the store, I'll be back. I said, okay, cool. Everything's cool, calm, quiet. Her friend comes. I'm like, you tease, you tease girl? Uh-huh. That's how she answered. Uh-huh. I said, oh, she told me to tell you she'd run to the store. She'd be right back. All right. She talks loud, though. She is so loud. So I started talking to her, you know, because she doesn't know a whole lot of people there. So everybody's moving, moving around, mingling, all that. She's like posted up by herself. So I'm like, hey, where you from? Huh? She hit me with the huh? Like attitude, like basically like, why are you asking me this? Like, she's kind of like, dude, why are you talking to me type shit? I'm like, where you from? I'm from the West side. She hood. That's how she said. I'm from the West side. I'm like, oh, nigga. she on some hood loud shit. I'm like, damn, this nigga talks loud. So she starts talking to me. And where you from? I'm like, uh, I'm like, well. I was like, I, I stay in Corain Township now. I was like, but I'm I'm from the Fay originally. Uh-huh. Like she hit me with that, like she don't believe me. So I'm like, okay, wow, okay. Finally, my boy's cousin, she gets back. They're talking, and I can hear the whole conversation because this chick is so loud. Girl, man, let me tell you this. And I I'm like, oh my God, she talks loud. To the point, everybody is looking over like, why is she so loud? So I start thinking like that she can't hear. Y'all know what I mean? Like people who talk loud. I feel like, you know, they have a they can't gauge the volume in which they speak. Y'all know what it's like. You put on some headphones. Somebody asks you a question. You're like, huh? And they're like, why are you screaming? So I just assume Slim can't hear. So I'm like, damn, maybe she need to go see an ear, nose, and throat doctor. And, you know, maybe they can help her out. You know, drain her. I don't know. I'm just like, shit, she can't hear. But the thing that's also triggering to me is the attitude and disrespect in which you speak. You're not just loud. You want some, some bullshit, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. I ain't got to deal with you. You're not my homie. So over about the next hour, she is so loud. I mean, oh, I mean, overly like super loud. And she's real animated, like hands moving all over the place, arms flailing and shit. I'm like, oh, my God, like this nigga's out of control. So I have the bright idea. I tell my boy, I say, Jay, slim on some loud shit. He like, man, listen, Pops is getting real aggravated. My mom's getting real aggravated. My girl cousins want to beat her up. I'm like, shit. I said, do this. Go get her some liquor. Because she wasn't drinking at the time. She wasn't drinking at all. She had a bottle of water in her hand. That's it. So I know if she had had some weed, she would have been calm. Everything would have been cool, relaxed. 
But she's in that bitch like spinning and moving out of control like Pecos Bill, Rise of Tornado, right? So I'm like, we got to do something about this. So I say, hey, I know she can't hit no trees out here. I say, go get her some dark liquor. He like, I don't even know if she drink dark. I said, I got it. Let me, let me go. So I go over to her. I say, hey, hey. She's talking to my boy's cousin. I say, hey, hey. Hey, Slim, you, you drink? What? I'm like, do you drink? Now, I've approached her with my soft, smooth, fake-ass Billy D tone. You know what I'm saying? I'm already up in that bitch smelling good. So I need these aromas to hit her mixed with the Billy D. The loud, you know, wild shit is going to calm down, I'm assuming. So I'm like, hey, you drink? She's like, I drink some. A little bit here and there. I don't be drinking like that. So my boy's cousin, she looking at me like, nigga, what are you doing? So I got to get her like, like, chill. Like, I got this. So I like send her off, wave her off. Like, she's like, I'll be right back. So I'm talking to, to the loud chick now. I'm like, hey, listen, you, you want a drink? For what? I'm like, do you, you want me to get you a drink? Yeah. I said, you drink light or dark. It don't really matter. When I get on that light, I be wild, though. I'm like, note, note to self. Do not get this motherfucker no light liquor. Now, I know. Dark liquor, it turns most, it, 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 it calms most people down. At least it does me. I don't drink light liquor. I prefer dark liquor. So, I'm like, all right, all right, I got you. Now, this is going to sound real stereotypical of me. But fuck it. I tell the truth on here. I instantly think, man, get this motherfucker some Hennessy. Now, I don't drink Hennessy. Shit's disgusting to me. But I know most niggas from the hood fuck with Hennessy. So I just assume. Again, I know it sounds stereotypical. On the verge of being on some racist shit. I get it. Fuck it. That's me. That's how I'm thinking. So I tell my boy, I say, hey. I said, so I tell I say, hold on. So I tell my boy, I say, hey, Jay, hey, pour her some hen. This dude goes and gets a red plastic solo cup and fills it. No ice, no nothing. Straight hand. Turn the bottle up st straight hand, damn near to the rim of it. So I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He like, man, just give her this shit. I'm like, all right, all right. So I walk it over to her. I say, hey, here you go. She's like, what am I supposed to do with this? I said, I thought, I thought you wanted a drink. All it is? I said, yeah. Like, she's still loud. My thing is, I'm trying to bring her down. So I'm just assuming if I talk in a calm, quiet manner, she'll follow suit. She's not picking up on these context clues. She's still on some loud shit. Her volume is off. It's off. So I'm like, yeah, you know, little hand, you know. She's like, all right, whatever. She starts drinking it. No more than probably, I'm going to say 15 minutes. That cup is empty. She's not sipping this at all. She took this to the head. I said, oh, shit, we finna have a problem. Because when I go back over to check on her, I'm like, you, you good? You know, need some ice or something? She hits me with, oh, this shit gone. I said, huh? I said, oh, shit. It's about to be some smoke in the city. Anybody that drinks that, that quick, like, they have some shit off. So I know the next move is going to be, she either going to be back here on some wild, like, for my people who watch wrestling back in the day. Y'all remember Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Used to carry the two by four, come out. She was on some Hacksaw Jim Duggan shit. She all over the place. Y'all know Hacksaw used to act like he had ADHD, right? 
So she all over the place. She wilding. I'm like, oh shit. This didn't calm her down. This put the batteries in her back now. Oh, she loud. She loud and obnoxious at this point. I said, oh shit, nigga. Mm-mm. It's finna be some furniture moving in. Cause I know his cousins, they wanna beat her up. Cause she's spoiling it for everybody. So what do I do? I've exacerbated this situation and made it like terrible. I need to fix this. So I say, hey, come over here with me real quick. She like, what? I'm like, hey, just walk over here with me real quick. I'm trying to pull her to the side of the house, away from everybody to kind of like work on calming shit down. So she like, what you want me to come over here? I say, just, just walk with me real quick, Slim. She like, all right. Like she's sucking the teeth and all right, but loud. So we walk to the side of the crib. I'm like, hey, so what's up with you? She like, I know you ain't walk me over here for that. I am a Leo. Shout out to all the Leos. Y'all know how Leos are. We have egos. We're full of ourselves. We're the life of the party. Everybody look at us. We're the best. We're the greatest. Y'all know how we do. So when she hits me with that shit, I know you ain't put me over here for that. My my Leo shit kicked up a little bit like, hold on. Hold on. What Roy Jones song? Y'all must have forgot, right? So that's playing in my head. Roy Jones Jr. Y'all must have forgot, right? Because I'm feeling like, Slim, you must not know who I am. I'm cold. Slim, I can sit in the corner of a round room. You know what I'm saying? I'm cold. I'm that guy, right? So I'm like, oh, she playing me. Like, she, she's really playing me. So I'm, but I'm trying to stay focused. What I'm trying to do is calm the situation down. I'm trying to keep it from ass whooping or being put out the crib. And I want everybody to have a good day. But I don't want people to know I've given this young lady all this motherfucking drink. So it's going to be my fault. So I'm kind of trying to save my own ass, too. So I'm talking to her. I say, nah, I'm just I'm just trying to get you away from everybody. Learn about you. You know where you from, what you into, all that. She is not feeling this at all. You can let me go back over here because I am not trying to have this conversation. Matter of fact, you can give me another drink. This is how she talking to me. So I'm like, you know, Slim, relax. Like, you don't want me to get to know you? Like, I'm trying to hit her with my smooth Billy D. I'm hitting her with my smooth Billy D, you know, Goldie from the Mac type shit. Oh, it's not working, though. Oh, she got a force field up. Every shot I throw is bing, ching, ching. Oh, it's bouncing off the force field. So I'm like, shit. So I put my hand out, my left hand out. I got a drink in my right hand. I put my left hand out. I say, Slim, I'm just trying to learn about you. Why do you want to know about me? I have an epiphany at this point. Because A, I see the, the, the guard she has up. I see how she dealing with me. I see how she playing me like I'm some, you know, like I'm some chump. So I'm like, oh, she ain't never really had nobody come at her like that, right? So I'm like, nobody has ever asked to like try to learn about you. She was like, what? So when she said what, I saw the tone come down. Kind of like, damn, hold on. Like she had some shit playing in the brain. So I'm like, ooh, there's a chink. There's a chink in the force field, a chink in the armor. Hold on. 
So I'm like, you you never had, had nobody ask about you. She's like, what you mean? I'm like, try to learn about you. I was like, I'm just trying to learn about you. She's like, why you want to learn about me? I said, shouldn't people want to learn about you? Aren't you interesting enough to people? She like, well, yeah. The tone coming down, I said, oh, shit. Oh, Mike, you in here. You in there like swimwear. We we, we dealing. We, we cooking with grease now. So I'm like, okay, cool. So we talking a little bit. She like, where you from for real? I'm like, what you mean? She like, where you from? For I said, again, I live in Corain Township, but I'm from the Fay. But you a college nigga. I said, what's wrong with that? I don't fool with college. I said, I ain't asking you to fool with me. I said, I'm just trying to learn about you. Oh, okay. So we on the side of the crib. We rapping. Oh, I'm hitting her with my best shit, right? Oh, the best lines. I'm hitting her with my best lines. And each one of them hitting. Cow, cow, cow. It's hitting, right? The tone then came down. She say, you, you think you can give me another drink? So I'm like, I know I can. I was like, you're going to be here when I get back. I ain't going nowhere. Oh, nigga. Oh, nigga. I hit her with some bullshit and she gave a little. <laughs> My natty people. Y'all know what the natty smirk is. Y'all know what the natty smirk is. You give, you, you smile out the side a little bit. I like to believe niggas in the natty who had gold teeth and open faces on the side. They, you know, they started that shit where you <laughs> give them a little side smile. And you let the cling, you let the light hit the gold of the open face. She ain't had one. You know what I'm saying? Her dentals was impeccable, though. I can't front. Her teeth were immaculate. I don't know if she had braces or the shits just grew in like that. Or they were some veneers or some dentures. I don't know. But the shits was immaculate. Them shits was super white. I was like, damn, this motherfucker got some straight white ass teeth. But anyway, back to the story. So I go. I get her a drink. I come back. It's a Mohan. It's on ice, though. On ice. Go over there. We talking. We over there on the side of the house talking a good hour. We come back over to where everybody at. Oh, defenses is down. She's not. She's not tripping. She sit down on the little, little patio chair. Kick off the little. Y'all remember the, the braided or net like house shoe slipper shits that women would get from the, the, the hair store, the wig spots. She had on some of them. Oh, she relaxed now. She just slid them off. Little ashy little ankles out and shit. She cooling. Sat the little purse to her side. She having fun. She ain't on no loud shit. But every now and again, I catch over there peekabooing looking at me and shit. So I'm like, uh-oh. Now I got another problem. She think like I'm trying to get at her, at her. All I was trying to do was defuse the situation. In defusing the situation, I've created another one. So I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, okay. Now I have the problem of how do I get her to not like me? Now, the only way I can get her to not like me is to be a complete and utter asshole and be mean. And I don't want to do that. So I'm like, shit. Okay, okay, okay. So the night goes on. We out there late. My boy Jay's father says, hey, let's take this to the basement. Now, they had a big finished basement. We go down there. He got the blues still going. Oh, he got the blues going. Playing spades, still drinking. People are hammered. 
I mean, people are out of there. It's probably about 2.30, 3 o'clock. My boy's dad says, hey, I don't want anybody driving home drunk. So if you can't drive, just sleep here. Call your family. Let them know where you're at. You're safe and all that. And just sleep here. Nobody's leaving here drunk. I'm like, okay, I'm going to pass out here because I'm faded too. She's extremely faded. She didn't probably had six, seven solo cups of Hennessy. She gets up, grabs her purse like she walking about to go to the steps and come out the basement. I'm like, what, what you doing? I got to go home. I'm like, Slim, you're in no condition to drive. Call your people, whoever you need to call. I make the mistake of saying, call whoever you need to call. Call your kids, call your man. All that. I ain't got no man. I'm like, oh, okay then. We'll call your family and all that. She doubles down on it. But did you hear me? I'm like, huh? Did you hear what I said? I said, what's up? I ain't got no man. Okay, cool. Okay, well, call whoever you need to call and let them know. Uh-huh. And give me like a, like a, y'all ever seen somebody size you up where they like look you up from your feet up to your head? She give me that. I'm like, oh shit, I'm in trouble now, right? So anyway, moving along. Everybody ends up going to sleep in my boy's crib, uh, parents' crib. Next morning, people getting up slowly, going out, hugging everybody. Thank you for a good time. Yada, yada, yada. So I'm walking out, going to the Green Demon. Old girl is behind me. She said, where you going? I said, I'm going home. I'm going home to shower, sleep, get up, do whatever I need to do. Oh, OK. Writes her number down here. Call me. I'm like, uh, 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 OK, you going to shoot me your number? Write down a number, I give it to her. Go to the crib, I'm chilling. Ain't really thinking about, you know, old girl, none of that shit. Few days pass, I get a call. I answer the phone, hello? What you doing? Like, hello? What are you doing? I'm like, man, who is this? It wasn't no hello, not how are you doing, this is... What you do? I'm like, who is this? Oh, you don't know nobody now. You fed me all that Hennessy. Now, I said, oh, the Hennessy has worn off. The smooth words have worn off. She back in this thing, right? So I'm like, oh, shit. She's loud on the phone. We talk for a little bit. Cool. She hits me with, hey, you need to come over here and see me. I'm like, well, I can't. You know, I got this. So I'm making up all these lies. Why I can't? Weeks go by. I make up a lie every time she calls me to go through. I make up. I mean, I'm making up some whoppers. I'm making up some crazy lies. Anything not to go over here. But I don't want to shit on her confidence and be like, you know what? I'm good. So I'm just lying every time I talk to her. One Saturday, me and my boy Jay link up. He like, hey, you trying to go to the driving range, hit some golf balls. I say, yeah. So we go. Now. The only reason we like to go to this driving range and hit golf balls because they had this deal going <laughs> that because they was they was loan money about to go out of business. If you buy a large bucket of golf balls to hit at the driving range, you got six beers for six dollars. Right. So a dollar a beer, pretty much. Right. Six beers for six dollars, but not 
six like you know bottles or cans six draft beers like big ass draft beers in the clubhouse cool so we would go over there hip golf balls drinking shit we over there he say hey man i appreciate you looking out at the parents party and all this and all that by getting old girl you know to calm down so it's cool he say hey but i'm gonna tell you something on the cool i'm like what's up he say word on the street is she got some fire i said what she got some fire nigga i said word he said word he said i know a couple people that have smashed he said one is my cousin my my cousin because he had a cousin who lived in columbus he said he would come down every now and again and then it got to the point he was coming down and wasn't even stopping by to say what's up to us he was just coming down to see old girl like laid up the whole weekend with her. I say word. He say word. I say oh okay. Now I'm intrigued. Y'all know fellas. Y'all know all it takes is one person be like, hey, I heard she got some flame. We like oh word. We trying to see. We trying to get a sample right. So I'm intrigued at this point. I have lied and 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 not entertained this young lady for weeks on end. I get to the crib later that evening. My brother calls me. He says, hey, I need you to bring me the green demon. I said, all right, hop in the green demon, drive on my brother's spot, get it to him. He drops me back off at the crib. He said, I dropped the green demon back off to you tomorrow. I said, all right, bet. So I'm laying there, nothing to do. It's about 10 o'clock. I call old girl. I said, hey, what's up? Nigga, no, you not calling me out the blue. I said, hey, I'm just trying to see what's up with you. No, you not. I said, what are you talking about? She said, no, you not. I said, I can't call him. It's late. You ain't got shit to do. None of them other hoes you mess with probably entertaining you tonight. You trying to see what's up with me. Oh, she's spot on. She is spot on. But I can't tell her that. I'm like, nah, nah. I was like, I just felt bad for, you know, not having time to hang out or come see you and all that. I'm just trying to see what's up with you. Check on you. See how you doing. For real? Yeah. I said, you all right? How you been? So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there like I care. And I know that's bad. I, I hate being like this. But I'm putting it out there like I really care. Which I really don't, but I got to make it seem that way, right? Lord forgive me. So I'm like, you know, how you been? I've been all right, you know, chilling, you know, working, doing my thing, yada, yada, yada. Oh, okay, cool. I was like, well, oh, all right, let me get off this phone. I was just checking on you. She said, because I, I, I'm taking a risk by saying, let me get off the phone. In all actuality, I want to go by and sample, but I can't put it out there because she called me on it earlier. So I'm taking a risk now by saying, you know, let me go and get off this phone. Hoping that she says, well, no, nah, why don't you either a because my two I, the two things I want is either a her to say, why don't you come over? So I'm like, OK, or B, extend the conversation. If the conversation is extended, now I can start playing a little more to get in there still to come through. So anyway, I'm like, well, let me, let me go and get off this phone. What you about to do when you get off the phone? There it is. Boom. Got it. I'm like, nothing, just watch a little TV, you know, go to sleep, whatever. She hits me with, you can watch TV over here. 
I'm like, you know, I don't want to impose. You know, I don't, don't want to mess up what you got going on. I ain't got nothing going on over here. Come over and watch TV with me. In my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, watch TV. So I'm like, where you stay at? I have forgotten now. I don't have the green demon. It's late. So I'm like, shit. So anyway, I'm like, where you stay at? Oh, I stay on the west side. Okay. She stays on a street called McHenry. Now, born and raised on the west side myself. Fair apartments, as y'all know, and I've said many times on this uh, podcast. I'm familiar with McHenry. I'm not familiar with all the niggas on McHenry, though. Because I have spent the last four and a half years in Dayton, Ohio, going to college. So things have changed over the years. Young niggas grow up. You go over in these parts of town. Niggas don't know you. So I'm like, okay, she's down McHenry. <sighs> so I'm like, okay. I'm like, where are I on McHenry? She shoots me the address. She tells me the address. I write it down. I say, okay. I say, my brother has, I lied. It wasn't my car, it was my brother's car. But I say, my brother got my car. I was like, shit, i get a cab over there. She like, I right, bet. So I call a cab. Y'all know in the natty, you call a cab, shit take dumb long to get there, right? So I shower, I throw on some sweats, a hoodie. I have on some slides, some Adidas Adelette slides. But they was my old Adidas Adelette slides because... A newer pair that I had, I didn't know they was at the bottom of my closet. I usually kept them by the door, but for some reason they was in the closet. So I got on this old pair of Dita Adelaide. I wore them shits till they look atrocious, right? They look terrible. Look awful. Paint chipping off them. Um, leaning. They just terrible, right? But I broke them in as comfortable. I had them bitches probably about three years. Did everything in them shoes. I got on a pair of Mitch Mac dress socks. Throw my feet in them. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, the cab, like, lets me know, like, uh, the people. So, in Cincinnati, what'll happen is when the cab gets to a location, if you're not out there immediately, the cab people, the number you call, they'll call you back and let you know, like, hey, your cab is outside. Cool. They call. The cab is outside. Cool. I call old girl. I say, hey, I'm about to dip out. She says, hey, real quick, I live in a duplex. Y'all know what a duplex is, like a two-family house. She says, my door's on the left. She said, the door will be unlocked. When you come, just come in the door, lock it behind you, and come up the stairs. I say, all right, bet. She then says, it be some niggas sitting on the porch, though. Don't mind them. Don't mind them. I'm like, huh? She's like, yeah, the nigga who stay in the other apartment, he hustling, yada, yada, him and all his niggas be out there. I'm like, oh, so now I'm trying to, re I'm like, I'm reconsidering now. I'm like, oh, fuck. She was like, and they out there right now. I said, oh, God. But I have to weigh my options. Now, at the time, I didn't own no pistol. Had I owned a pistol, I'd have been like, you know what? I'm going to take this pistol. You know, whatever is whatever. I end up grabbing a steak knife out the kitchen and putting it in my sweatpants pocket. I'm going over there heart beating fast. I'm like, oh, this is some bullshit, man. 
I tell the driver, I say, hey, the address I told you, I said, don't pull it directly in front of the address. Pull back some like stop before we get there. He's like, huh? I said, don't go all the way to the address that I gave you. I said, before we pull up there, like back up some like stop a little early. I said, I got to wear out some shit when we get there. He said, what's going on? I said, man, just listen to me. I said, and when we get there, if I get out the car, don't pull off because I might hop back in this bitch. He like, everything cool. I said, man, just listen to me. I said, you can keep the meter running. He said, all right. We pulling up near the crib. We pull up. It's like two, two duplexes down. I can see she got a porch full of niggas. Oh, it's so many niggas over there trapping. I'm watching the fiends go up. They serving them. Boom, boom, boom. Cool. I get out. Dusty ass slides. Mitch Max socks. Sweatpants and a hoodie. Damn kitchen steak knife in my pocket. I'm thinking to myself, dude, you taking this type of chance to go get some twists because you heard from somebody who heard from somebody else that she got some flame. I said, nigga, you wildin'. You wildin'. So as I'm walking up, one of the dudes stands up. He has on a black hoodie and some uh and some like long, like they're not shorts, they're not pants. They like some long short pants. And he got on some house shoes. He looking, I can see the strap on him. I can see the pistol on him. I'm like, fuck. Nigga say. Hey, my man. I'm like, shit. So now I'm in between the crib, the cab. Like, I'm kind of in the middle. So I'm like, damn, what do I do? I'm like, oh, my God. Nigga, I'm out here now. So if I walk to the door, nigga's going to either A, rob me, pistol with me, shoot me, ask me what I'm there for, whatever the case may be. All I got is a punk ass steak knife in my pocket. And I got my hand in my pocket on the knife. So I'm thinking, okay, closer I get, I can get one. And the one that I think I need to get is the nigga the pistol I can see, right? Oh, I'm on some equalizer shit. I'm I just ain't setting my watch. I'm just thinking, okay, I gotta stab him first, nigga. And then, you know, try to get whoever's next. Pivot, get back, all this shit. I'm steady walking toward him. Nigga say, hey, my man. I'm like, hey, what's up? He like, fuck you need over here. I'm like, nothing. I get scared. Oh, nigga, I'm scared. Oh, nigga, I'm scared. I'm trembling, right? He like, why the fuck you over here? I'm like, uh, I'm just over here. He like, what? I'm so scared. Instead of me just saying... <laughs> Instead of me just saying, hey, I'm here to see old girl. <laughs> and I can't formulate the words to say, I'm here to see old girl. I don't know what to do. I panic. I fucking panic. I back up. I pull $5 out my pocket and hit the nigga with, hey, let me get a $5 bump. He like, what? I'm like, hey, man, let me, get, let me get that $5 bump. Like, I'm trying to be, like, quiet, right? I am in the process of buying crack like I smoke crack because I'm too scared to say that I'm here to see old girl. 
it was a young boy sitting right next to him that says, nigga, you ain't no fiend. The only thing that saved me in that situation was one of the other dudes said, like hell he ain't. Look at that nigga's shoes. This nigga sells me some dope. I put it in my pocket and scurry off and get back in the cab. Nigga. I never made it to old girl's crib. I bought a fucking $5 bump worth of crack to keep from getting killed. The things we do.